0: Right now, hey, do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything, yeah. like movies, oh music, god. television, and more? Oh my god! Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey Into Comics Network, <laughs> and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted god. by me. Yeah, Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon?
1: It's yes. your choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome.
0: Following, following the following journey into comics. Journey into comics, journey into, comic. journey into comics, <laughs> journey into
1: comics, network
0: network, network,
1: network, network, network. network. production. Production.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Adulting Ain't Easy, where we talk about being an adult and why it's so dang hard to do so. I am one of your hosts, Liz, and I'm joined again by my dearly beloved husband, Andrew.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Yeah. So, um, today is part two of our Africa storytelling journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed um, the... First part with Johannesburg, I know people have been asking us a lot, like, oh, what's your, what was your favorite part of Africa? And we really, at least I've been having a hard time, um, trying to come up with an answer because it's just, it's so, there were so many good and interesting things that happened. Um, so I kind of, that's why we decided to do it kind of split. So if I had to pick like something from Johannesburg I think my favorite part would have probably been just being at Humala and I think you would agree with that too
1: I think that was the most immersive relaxing experience there
0: Right and again that's what we were saying that the that Johannesburg and Cape Town are like almost two different countries in itself like they're mm-hmm. so different and that's why we're going to talk about it today with Cape Town cuz Cape Town is more of the um like the urban living um, city life with a
1: beach. It was it was very, if not for a few things differently, it could have passed for a U.S. city, right? Like it was very it was tall buildings, like any like beach town or beach mm-hmm. city. Oh, but especially with all this humidity we've had today, and like since we've been back, I just want to be back where it was cool and not and not humid, and it was just perfect. Like mm-hmm. we were next to water, and it wasn't humid. Yeah. Like, I know, probably in the summer there, it's probably awful, but...
0: That's why we're not going in the summer for a while.
1: Exactly. But yeah, I think Cape Town... It, Johannesburg and Cape Town are, like, night and day different in terms of the experience, the cultural exposure. Like, if we would have went, like, just... Because, like, we had an option to go just to Cape Town or just Johannesburg. If we went just to Cape Town, we would have been robbed of an African experience.
0: I agree. I th- there's not as many... Because you get more, um... Because Johannesburg is more of the culture and the animals and the nature, whereas Cape Town, it does have access of nature, but it's more cultural and kind of, like, the history. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of history. And I'm not saying that Cape or that Johannesburg doesn't have a history. It's just we didn't get to see that part, and that's mm-hmm. what the best part of going back would be like. Is right. To- so I'm pretty sure... Should- to just experience the, there's probably like a million different things in Cape Town we didn't get to do, and another million that we didn't do in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. So, but I think we did a decent job at getting, at mm-hmm. uh, doing like kind of more of the common things to do in Cape Town. Right,
1: because we never really saw the uh, what the city of Johnsburg was like, because we got on the outskirts of it and then went further away. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's also very, maybe all big cities are kind of the same once you get down to it. But, but I think Cape Town, I think was nice because it gave us a little bit of a, not a tropical vacation, but it gave us a little bit of a typical honeymoon vacation. There was water, there was beach, there was stuff to see. Even though we
0: couldn't go in the water because it
1: was, well. you still went in the water.
0: We'll, we'll get to that, but it wasn't like, well, the first, pretty much the first full day we were there, that probably would have been the best day to go, like, swimming or go to the beach, because mm. it was just beautiful, and it was pretty warm, um, but we just, the way our schedule worked out, it didn't really match up, but...
1: Right, that was our big tour day.
0: Yeah. So, I guess we could start with our lovely flight there, which was, like, the most... Easygoing flight, I've ever been on. It was bizarre. The, yeah. So we flew out. So, in order to get to Cape Town, we went to the nearest airport, which is a domestic airport called Land Syria. And, um, it was, so we got there, you know, the standard two hours early. And, you know, they gave us our boarding time and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, like by the time we were ready to just sit down,
1: Oh, sorry, I was trying to get Max to the studio. Sorry, our Um, dog was trying to interrupt our podcast.
0: (laughs) So it's basically, like, we're just, like, settling down, maybe getting drinks and stuff, and all of a sudden we hear, like, the whatever number flight to Cape Town, we're going to start beginning to board in a few minutes. And we're like, what? And, like, Grant, we had all the two, the couple and the um, mom and daughter duo um actually there with us. Like we were all on the same flight and so we all kind of looked at each other like really like this super early. So we went over there and we loaded up and we actually ended up leaving like ten minutes early because the way that they do it at least when there's no delays at this um particular airport or is or regional airport is if everybody's checked in, they automatically start boarding. Which I know it's a small airport, so that's easier to do, but oh my gosh, how nice would that be if that actually happened in real life? Like in everyone. A, like, when you're at O'Hare Airport or at something. Alright, everyone's
1: here. Let's just go ahead and go. Well, that one, like, it might just be because the planes sit around more there. Like, at O'Hare, the plane you're on was somewhere else five minutes before it got to your gate.
0: Exactly. So that was kind of the, the, it was just very different and very cool. Um, the but only the thing The TSA I, was. The TSA was nothing.
1: Like literally just... As long as, if you didn't have a laptop, you could just put your bag, take nothing out of it on the thing, and walk through fully clothed, everything in your pockets, and that was it. With your shoes on. Yeah. They'll, they'll scan you, and they sent you on your way.
0: Mm-hmm. And we actually flew with Mango Airlines, which, which is a local, like, an African um, domestic, I think. Yeah. Airline, and... They actually, I mean, the plane was fairly new. The seats were really good. The only thing we weren't really used to was that um, they didn't give you complimentary drinks. So if you wanted water, you had to pay for it. And you, that was that was weird. Because usually, like, and I don't know if it's like literally anyone I've been on, even if it's only been a forty-five minute flight, they do at least one like drink round, mm-hmm. and you don't pay for it unless it's alcohol, or
1: whatever. And it was weird because it was it was a cash. So they did no cards. It was cash and exact change.
0: Right. Yeah. Which
1: is really weird. Mm-hmm. We got a little bottle of water, but it was just odd to not get like a cup with like
0: a cup with ice and a diet coke just right. because you're there. Right.
1: And I that was that was that was the weird one, especially because like we're lucky we had exact change. I don't think we even did. I think they were lucky they were able to break our. Yeah. Like, I think we had forty two or something. We didn't have a ten or whatever. It was like. Mm-hmm. It ended up being like one of the more expensive drinks we had, just because we were on a plane.
0: Yeah, and they sold. I don't. Yeah, and I mean this this airline is not an international one, so well, they might be for ap- for like Africa, so I don't know. But I think our specific flight, it was just because I don't know, just because it was a shorter flight, even mm-hmm. though it was still three hours.
1: But and, it, and there was no like there was no screens. It was very. Minimalistic. I remember looking at their, like their magazine and yeah, it was just luckily where it was like a I think it was a wasn't it two by two? Uh, no it, three by three. Three by three. And I was looking to get an aisle, mm-hmm. which is always nice. Stretch my leg out a little bit. But um mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I They did have good leg room in that flight too. Mm-hmm.
1: That was I think I had to do the normal I think that and their uh their little uh the flight attendant spiel was more interesting.
0: Well, we didn't really see a ton of the Cape Town airport when we got there, because we just went through arrivals and whatnot. And
1: and because we were domestic domestic, we didn't have to go through customs, which is nice. Or any extra things. It was just like we were, like a, like a normal flight in the U.S. It was just, get in, mm-hmm. go, get your bag, and get out of there. Yeah. The baggage claim, I remember being really long, though.
0: Yeah, they did take their sweet-ass time to get their bags out. Because you would see, like, the same, you'd, like, see a row of bags and then it would stop, and then there would be, like, the same bags, plus maybe, like, one or two others. It seemed like,
1: like, they were putting them on, like, like eight at a time, and then, like, let them run for a minute, and then they would put more on. I don't know if it was just the loading. I don't know. It was very weird. Or, like, because, like, one person in our group would get a bag, and then, even though they put two bags on at the same time, that next bag would come, like, ten minutes later, it seemed like, another bag bags would come in between. Yeah, it
0: took a little longer than we would have liked, but, I mean, it's a different country. It's not, like where the u.s where you're like go go go
1: right
0: um so then we got to meet our new tour guide tony and it was interesting to see the two different tour guides because i think they both encapsulated like the vibe and the people of that town right because johannesburg it's very like i guess i it sounds weird but very tribe-like like oh we're family like he kept saying we are family like this is, like, an experience, like, we're one with nature, you know, that kind of spiel. And then with Tony, it was more like a cultural, like, this is what modern Africans kind of, yeah. this is what modern South Africa is like, yeah. you know, updated and all that.
1: Yeah, this I always think of, like, the, the old little, like, not motto, but, like, thing of, like, my old hometown, which is at the corner of progress and history. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of how Cape Town is. They're, they're, they're a modern city. They've evolved a lot. They still remember their past and still take note of it. They're still... I mean, Apartheid was only 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe more than that now. Still. Uh, so it's all very fresh and there. And there's the, the culture thing. And you're getting, like, the typical big city issues that any big city has. And it's... And I think, yeah, both those guys really... Because they both were born and raised in the areas they were the guides for. Yeah. Which I think is a, which is a nice touch for... Because people will just become tour guides and only if they been living there a few years. They don't have the same experience.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, really, like, we got there, what, around... When we were there... Did we get there around dinner time or we something? No, like
1: like, like like, at four. Like.
0: Yeah. So, it was, like, we really didn't get to spend a... Mostly, like, that day that we got there was mostly a travel... Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, a travel thing. So, we... So, we ended up... Where we were staying in Cape Town was actually... They're called Luxury Holiday Apartments. So, in essence, it's pretty much like having your extended stay. Because it had yeah. a kitchen, it had, um, I think, some f- pots and pans. A like stove. Yep, stove, your bedroom, bathroom, and then, like, your TV area.
1: Right. It was very, yeah. It, it was,
0: was definitely a nice change because we were, you know, when we were in Johannesburg, it was just the standard hotel room. And I think if we would have had a standard hotel room, I think we might have killed each other, because it's just a lot of close quarters, mm-hmm. um, and it was nice to kind of spread out and... Have a
1: separate bedroom.
0: Yeah, and, because I know Andrew sometimes has a hard time sleeping, and at least in this apartment, you know, if I were sleeping, he could go, you know, he could go in the living room and do something, rather than, like, just sitting in the bed and feeling trapped.
1: Like watching, like, either watch TV or go like, to the table and go through some stuff, and... I wasn't, yeah, because, like, one we of the other rooms, there was, like, well, the bathroom's here, the bed's here, the TV's here. It's all within, like, almost, like, arms reach of each other. And then Liz is asleep, so I have to be very quiet. I can't, like, get up and get out of bed, because she'll wake up, and there's no other chairs. Like, any of the other rooms we had I had no other chairs in them mm-hmm. that I remember. It was very much bed, bathroom. It wasn't,
0: like, a U.S. hotel room where there was usually, like, a desk and maybe, like, an armchair. It was, or a
1: couch or something. Or a couch. It was, yeah. It was very much... Like, the, a lot of them had, like, a separate... Not separate living space. But yeah, like, separate, like, common areas. Yeah. That weren't, like, in the room. They expect you to, like, leave your room. Like, this, the room is just for, like, sleeping and getting ready.
0: Mm-hmm. But... So, that was a nice thing. And then we went to our first restaurant. Yeah. Which was called Balducci's. Which was a... Like, literally, we walked in there, and the look of it, it was, like, a Magiano's type thing. So, you felt, like... We were in, like, I don't know, like, casual clothes, and we walk in, and I'm just like, Andrew, we are so underdressed.
1: Right. Because I was wearing, like,
0: a, t-shirt, a nicer, like, graphic
1: t-shirt. Because I wish mm. we, we did not changed from the flight.
0: No, we didn't have very much time to, like, it was basically, I think we maybe had, like, a half an hour, and then we were going to leave for yeah. dinner.
1: like, enough to, like, clean, clean up, refresh deodorant, all that, and then, like, yeah, go up, your bags off, and then we'll, like, in a half hour, we'll cut me down for... It. Like, okay, so it's, like, basically, drop, get situated, take it all in, drink a glass of water, put some, freshen up a little bit, and then go.
0: Yeah, so when we walked into this place, it was, like, super fancy, but then as, kind of, like, as time went on, there were people that were coming in more casually, which was nice, because I was, like, super worried that, oh my gosh, are these the kind of restaurants they're gonna take us to, and I don't know if I have enough clothing to really accommodate for that, so...
1: Right. And it was interesting that this place was also a place we ended up spending a lot of time at, had a lot of meals at, which is, like, this big mall, essentially. Yeah.
0: It's called the V&A Waterfront, and so basically those, it they were named, this these waterfront areas were named after Queen Victoria and her, not her husband, her grandson, Alfred?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it was Alfred. Yes and so because both of them did different things for Cape Town and this was their honoring of them
0: yeah so um, so with that there so there's the waterfront but then they also have turned out like kind of like a boardwalk situation and also like it's just a big mall like the Victoria Wharf Mall is like a tip of, like a huge like US mall but then the Alfred is more of like the
1: specialty shops
0: yeah it's like, like more clothing like clothing and it's more we never really went in there but like it's definitely more like kind of what it used to be like like more of like in the past how the mall probably looked like and then the victoria was more of like modern times right.
1: like and they had a lot of like very American, like, like an h and M, a a levi um, they
0: had all these designer stores right from all over the Fancy's, world and yeah it was quite overwhelming when we walked through the first time, because I was not expecting to be, like, in this, basically, this giant mall.
1: That had a grocery store in the basement.
0: hmm But that we was... didn't find that out till later.
1: That was interesting.
0: Yeah. So, so the place, and it's funny, because the place where we first had dinner had probably, like, 10 to 20 pages of just food, and, like, there's just, it was so... It was overwhelming. We call it, probably could have spent all our meals there, and we could have had something different each night because there was so much food
1: there. Dude, I think I'd rather have gone there to that other restaurant we went to, but we'll get to that.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was just the food was really good, and I remember just... the
1: um, because um, we had garlic bread for the table, and the garlic bread was literally like a pizza with like car. It was like a pizza sized like thing of that sliced. In, like, actual, like, pizza slices, and then it had grilled on onio- or er, sautéed onions.
0: Caramelized onions, and the- didn't have any sauce, it was just, like, the olive oil kind of coating. Well, it was actually good, it. and I
1: don't like onions, and I thought it was pretty good. I got, I didn't mm-hmm. get one with, like, heavy with onions, but it was, I thought that was pretty good, and then some people got pizza, I got, I think I you got pizza.
0: I did get margarita pizza, and you got, like, some
1: pasta. Pasta, day. It had like ham in it. It was it was pretty good. We mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't being our only leftovers from the trip because that was the one restaurant we felt like we could comfortably take leftovers home.
0: Yeah, well, especially now because we had a, a f- actual fridge. It wasn't like a mini fridge, and we and we knew ahead of time like okay, we're gonna have two extra days here, so we need to like if we're gonna have leftovers,
1: let's stock them. We ended up not needing it, but mm-hmm. it worked out.
0: Yeah. So then. After that, we kind of got to explore the mall a little bit, which was kind of, which was fun. I mean, it was cool to see what was around and, you know, just, like, trying to acclimate ourselves because a lot of what's going on and a lot of, like, um, what we were doing is surrounded by that area. Mm -hmm. Because once you get downtown, it's kind of hard to figure your way around. Uh So at least with the V&A waterfront, it's a little bit more... It can be confusing, but I think when you're there, as long as we were, we were able to pretty much figure out our way around.
1: It's really interesting, because it's... The way it was located, the front side and the back side were both facing water. Mm-hmm. Because one was, like, the inner harbor, and one was, like, the ocean. And it was very... Yeah. it's very interesting, because, like, the back side was more of, like, oh, like, if they're going to do a concert, they would do it on the, like, on the back side, they have, like, this, like, big band shell that always has, like, a screen on so they can play whatever, and there's seating for... Small bands, there's street performers. There's a big Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. There's bars with outdoor seating. There's other like outdoor kiosk type shops, and there's a ton of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, it was really easy. Like when we were on, we had two extra days to just spend it on the waterfront because there were so many different things you could do and to occupy your time and stuff. So that was really nice. So then our first full day we were there, we were. Um, Basically, kind of left to our own devices for... Oh no, was that... Yes, the first that, day was the ostrich farm, or was that... I always get so confused, but... I thought the first full day we went to the ostrich farm.
1: No, because it wasn't the ostrich... Was the ostrich farm after the winery? No. Because then the first day was the Sunday, and that's when we had the day to ourselves. Unless we did the ostrich farm and then did that. Did we do the ostrich farm and then that? We did the ostrich farm and then go to this...
0: Yeah, so we went... So originally no. yeah because monday was monday fun day was the wine day
1: okay and so that was after we went to the jewelry store yeah so we went to breakfast yeah we went we, to. we breakfast. did a lot of things that day it's hard yeah to keep it so all we went
0: to breakfast and then he's like oh i want to take you to this museum and we're like the, he's like the diamond museum i'm like we're like diamond museum okay this is kind of interesting turns out it's actually a jewelry store with like a they have like a historical kind of tour of this specific company
1: plus they're uh like where they make it all they had like all their mm-hmm. like their shutouts where people like actually work it was just a sunday so no one was there yes yeah, so and they it like, was bizarre so i don't want to me to jump on no, you but it was fine. just like when we go up to it. there's just a guy sitting and there's this big door and i'm like what the hell and you talk to him and then it's like how many are with you i'm like I don't like how this is going. This is a little weird, because we're like in like the middle of like kind of the industrial district.
0: Mm-hmm. But they do it because I mean this this is like a high end diamond air store, like
1: expensive diamond. Yeah, so pieces. they were kind
0: of like they're very on high alert. Like we couldn't even go to the bathroom without having someone with a key card let us out.
1: Including like one door has to be locked before the other door can be unlocked. It was very. Very secure, but we mm-hmm. once we st- were in like the showroom after we did like the tour, we had to see like, oh, this is how you know when you're close to diamonds. This is how you know where the yeah, different types the, of diamonds. This diamond. is the
0: type of rock that you see that people that indicates that there may be diamonds
1: there. This is what So when people are digging down, they're like, oh, we're on the right track, or oh, this is a dead end.
0: Yeah, and then they had like the different like the different stages of the diamond, and then they also had like the history of like, oh, this is what. You know, a diamond story. ring would look, or like a diamond piece of jewelry would look like at these different eras of time, and, right. and that how, was really and cool when to different look cuts at.
1: came out, and
0: mm-hmm. how
1: mm-hmm. it used to be like at some point they didn't even like have the diamonds finished; they were just unfinished diamonds in like a setting, mm-hmm. so they're all like rough and jagged, and it was more yeah. kind of eclectic, and it told like, oh, this is the guy who first gave diamond to someone on like as a proposal, and that's what started the tradition, and. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. They had like also like famous diamonds. They had like the Hope Diamond. Well, it was
0: like a replica. Of well, all it wasn't these the actual ones, obviously.
1: Things. But yeah, it was like famous diamonds through time, and then
0: they showed us like they have a special cut that they do on their diamonds. And, and the setting. custom... the cust or the, the customer, the actual store is called Schumansky, and they do have like stores in the U.S., but it's mostly a South African kind of right jewelry store
1: we didn't find out they did have like one on like new york but they didn't have one in chicago and very specific and yeah
0: yeah right. they had a couple of like different like signature um like they had the signature like their cut that they do that's different and then they have a couple pieces that are like that's kind of like their bread and butter kind of thing that's and pretty, we did look at the prices
1: the one ring that like it, like it wasn't even held by anything. It was just like looked like it was just being like cupped lightly mm-hmm. by uh, the band. But yeah, sorry. But yeah, getting go on, go back to your uh, when we got to see so, some stuff and prices. well, and they
0: also not just like they didn't just sell diamonds. They had other gemstones, but they were really pushing tanzanite. So tanzanite, it's like that purple stone. And right now, there's like kind of almost like a shortage of tanzanite. So like there's there's, there's a
1: weakening supply of tanzanite. yeah a
0: weak weakening supply and they're saying that in 10 years tanzanite's not gonna have like there's not gonna be any tanzanite no new tanzanite so they're kind of like they kind of put a lot of the jewelry stores there were pushing tanzanite get your tanzanite it's cheap now and when you you know as time goes on it's going to be more expensive blah 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 and um, yeah. And then there was one piece that Andrew looked like, even though he was just like, oh, like, look, like, that's really cool, because it was like a butterfly, and, um, pulled it out, and they gave us the price, which is well, funny. Well, of they
1: give you the price, like, and they do the conversion, and mm-hmm. the day rate of the value, and it's like, oh, it's still that. I was like, oh, no. No, no.
0: Yeah. It was like this necklace. It was a beautiful necklace, don't get me wrong, but it was $2,000, and we were just like, yeah, we don't have that money, too. And plus... If we would have had to use our credit card, and with the 3% charge That's on a big expense. international, that would have been a lot of money.
1: Right. The other, so. the other couple we were with were more... They got further than we would have gotten over, mm-hmm. like, a pair of earrings, I think.
0: Yeah, she was looking at a pair of earrings. And
1: that wasn't even... Bad. It was, like, $900 for a, a diamond or the Tanzanite. And they were, like... They flip up for a couple of days on it, but...
0: Mm-hmm. It was, they were very, it was very nice stuff. It was just that and then, we were not, per- honestly, I don't think Andrew and I were prepared for that. Or,
1: we weren't even, like, in the market for jewelry, to be right. honest.
0: And, like, and they were, we were talking to our tour guide, like, Tony, like Tony, do people actually, like, go out and buy it? Like, do they go ham on this stuff? And he's like, yeah, there's been a few people that will drop thousands and thousands of dollars, like, just to get those kind of things.
1: Didn't I remember? Said one guy like bought like the big, like l- as like leopard pendant or like panther.
0: No, it was a leopard ring, and he. The story was that he was diagnosed with like terminal cancer, and so he wanted to buy something for his wife and,
1: and then for himself. Yeah,
0: and, so it was kind of like something like that, which is sweet.
1: But and that that, di- that ring was.
0: It was massive. It was like,
1: massive. A lot of gemstones. That thing was. It was it going to be heavy? Was that like ten, not tens of thousands, but it was a lot of money. Yeah, it was at least high single-digit thousands of dollars for a nice-looking ring, but it was still a giant, kind of gaudy ring. Yeah, but also really interesting that show him also had a bar. Yes, I'm assuming they get you a little, little loose, so you're a little more loose with your pocketbook. Yeah, but it was really the one thing that were nice is they were not pushy, because even like you go to like a, you walk by a jewelry store like in a mall here, they're like. Hey, what do you think? You let me look at this. Like, they're very, like, they should very buy this now. Off, like, yeah, they were like, oh no, we're we just looking around. Oh, okay, and then, well, if you think of anything, I'll be over here. And Then, like, wander away. Like, they don't like serve you like. Do you want to see this one? Do you want to? See no, they were very. Which they was let nice. us
0: look, and I think they realize that you know we're tourists, and there's a good chance that we won't.
1: And our buy age something. is not like.
0: Yeah, and it's just I think they want to get the shamansky name out so that
1: like, right. oh,
0: if they're in New York, they might you know, at some point want to buy something from them or whatever.
1: Right. I'm but, assuming the... Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. I'm assuming the main reason, like, it's a stop there is because it pay, ends up paying off because even if, like, 80% of the people don't get anything, that 20% make it worth it because they're spying some nice pieces, some bigger yeah, pieces. Yeah,
0: right. Right. So then after that, we got to go to a fun little place called... Um, I don't remember. It was an ostrich farm, but I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, I'm but it was pretty. It was very interesting because it was not originally planned. Normally, for the tour, any other time of the year, we would be going to Table Mountain, which is like a cable car ride up to this the one of the higher points in Cape Town. And to unfortunately, place- um, during that time, we it goes through maintenance every year. It goes like through a month of maintenance, mm-hmm. which is in like the winter time, which is fine and we'll get into like what we did instead uh or like we still were able to go on table mountain it's just um not as high as you know what we would have normally got we didn't go to the top we went halfway so we were kind of apprehensive about this ostrich farm i was i was a little worried i'm like oh my gosh like really is the ostrich farm really gonna be as good as table mountain
1: Right. It's, what do you think, ostrich ostrichery? Mean, like, oh, it's gonna be like there's like a random, like like a petting zoo, but with ostriches.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was okay. We um, we ended up um, getting to learn a lot about the ostrich.
1: Um, I did not realize like their build, their how fast they grow.
0: Oh yeah, they had taxidermied, like um, Im- like taxidermied models of an ostrich at a couple different stages in their right. baby life and it was just like from day one to day five they triple or quadruple in size
1: yeah like, cause like you know how big the eggs are like that's the thing you always think of like an ostrich egg it's like equivalent of like 20 or 22 chicken eggs so it's a big massive thing and they show like oh here's the way it first hatched like, oh it's a tiny little thing and it's like like they could have told me this is this is at birth this is it uh four weeks this is at twelve weeks or something. I'm like, oh that makes sense, but not like, oh this is one day, three days, five days. I was like, that thing is growing quick. hmm And like it puts on like a foot in height. Mm-hmm. So it so seems like
0: Yeah, and then they showed us some of the like carvings that they so a big thing that people buy in Africa are carved um shells of ostrich ostrich eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to see, like, some of that, and they actually, the ones that they had in the gift shop are ones that they've made, um, on the farm, which was kind of cool, and then we got to go and feed the ostriches, and they actually had, like, they had probably... Like, eight different pens that you could feed them with. But literally, it was, like, ostriches and emus as far as the eye could see. Oh, yeah. In different pens and... Do
1: you want to tell them what you did before we fed the ostriches?
0: What did I do before that?
1: You fed some ostrich eggs.
0: No, that was during. But, yeah, so they actually had a... And I don't know if it was, like, a replica or if they were a real nest of ostrich eggs. But we got to stand on top of them and none of them cracked. I think you had to be, like, what... 300 pounds they said maybe
1: 300 kilograms
0: yeah for it to break and they said the only animal that can that has a bite force to break into an ostrich egg is a hyena yes so that was very interesting and then we got to uh feed the ostriches and let me tell you they're greedy little sons of bitches
1: and for not having teeth they still kind of hurt
0: yeah so they're very aggressive when they're like especially young ones yeah um and we kind of like you kind of had to divide your food out because they were like we stopped i think like five different times at different pens and mm-hmm. got to see both male and female we got to see um even though emus aren't even native to africa they still had emus that you could feed yeah. which was, i thought was interesting
1: and i did not realize that uh that the male and females were different colors yeah. i thought it was like just like you know like how cows come to cows come different colors i mm-hmm. thought it was just like Oh, there's the black and white ones, then there's the gray ones. No. No. Nope, Men food are food black is... and white, and women yeah. are gray.
0: Yeah, so that was really interesting. But the funniest thing was when we were, so like Andrew and I were like trying to kind of portion out for each pen so we could feed them equally. One of our, the <laughs> Melissa, she had her bag and she was feeding a an ostrich and he took the food out of her hand that she had for it and then it took her bag and threw like flung it into the into, into their their l- feeding pen l- and then all of them come and get it and it was so funny because she freaked out <sighs> so bad because she's kind of like a
1: she's, she's smaller
0: she's smaller and like she's not like it's not like she likes animals but it's like it was still kind of weary because you know you know they're wild animals yeah, and she's
1: it was definitely you could tell it was definitely not her idea for this vacation but
0: she still didn't she had a it. great time hmm and but, so that was really fun. And then we got to see, they actually had crocodiles and cheetahs on the on the property. So we got to go see those too. And the cheetah, it's not like the cheetahs are like far away. Oh no, they like lay right up against the fence where you're looking at them. So that right. was pretty interesting.
1: Sorry, I just have to talk about how they like, how the ashes, the emus get your food. Because it's almost like, it's like, it's it's pecking. But since their beaks are kind of rounded, it's just like, colliding with your hand. And sometimes they'll like open mouth like grab your hand. Mm -hmm. And sometimes our mouths are dirty, so you're just like you you put mud slash poo on my hand. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. And the emu was just mean. Because theirs are more pointy Mm -hmm. and it's just sharp. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Then we'll get to see like the little baby tortoises and the young crocodiles. Because they don't obviously don't let full size crocodiles raise up there.
0: Yeah. So then, after we went there, we kind of got to spend the rest of the day kind of on our own.
1: We didn't go to the aquarium.
0: We did. So, that basically, we started off the aquarium. Um, we kind of had bigger expectations, um, but what we found out about the, the Two Oceans Aquarium is that none of the fish are actually, like, bought and sold. They're more rehabilitated. So, they find, like, there are animals that are injured or sick, and they kind of... Rehab them and then eventually they get put back in the ocean and then make room for more animals. So that was kind of that was nice to know because it made sense because right. there weren't there were there were a lot of fish. Don't get me wrong, but the thing was you couldn't. It's not like going to the shed aquarium where you could spend all day
1: there. You, it was in and out in about an, an hour hour and change,
0: mm-hmm. and like
1: because no, no nothing there was a permanent resident. Yeah, things were there either for specific study. For rehabilitation. Like there were like. They have this thing. They had like a predator. Kind of exhibit. And literally it was two sharks. Maybe mm-hmm. three. Yeah. But and, it's, and, it, and like some had like. Minor injuries. So it's like they were. Injured. They were brought in. Monitored. Get back up to 100%. And then released. And. But mm-hmm. was still very. Very interesting. And being able to give you very close. Like this like. Giant. Uh, uh Tank. That like. Literally you're at the bottom. And you. You can see the water level all the way at the top and you're walking through the tunnels and you can see the sharks swimming overhead and one of them like turned and kind of came at us and then changed towards the last minute it's just still surreal to be like that close to something like that mm-hmm.
0: and then so then after that there's we got tickets to go on this bus tour so what they have is called the hop on hop off city bus tours and there's different routes that you can take throughout Cape Town. And they take you to these different landmark areas around in the area. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that day we decided to go um, the Table Mountain route. So we were still able to go to Tables Mountain, but we couldn't go up the cable car. It was basically the bus drove all the way up to the mountain. You got off, you took your pictures, and you left. Which was, it was fine. still it was still
1: beautiful.
0: Oh yeah, we got amazing It's you still know, very
1: high. Like we were still like halfway up the mountain.
0: Yeah, it's still it was still a beautiful sight. You still got really good pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and so then basically once we got up to the top, we kind of were like Do you want to hop off anywhere else? And we're kind of like, no, let's enjoy the scene. Let's just keep going on the line and, you know, let's enjoy the scenery. So that's kind of what we did the first day is, like, we were kind of almost, like, getting our bearings because we knew we had a ton of time. So if we wanted to go back someplace, we could do that. So, I mean, there were so many different places we saw. We saw on that day it was, like, Camps Bay, which is, like, a really nice beachy area with a lot of good restaurants and stuff. like,
1: fancy not like houses but they were kind of like condos like stacked condos that a have lot waterfront of modern buildings. waterfront property mm-hmm. but of all like we got to do the whole thing about how how it's evolved over time is they've been kept building up so all these houses keep building up at the same level so every so they can get the most bang for their land their footprint
0: yeah they want to, everyone wants a beach view so everyone keeps going higher and higher
1: and it's really interesting is uh, how I learned is like Some people who live there, like, their parents or they bought the house however long ago and then turned it into, like, a four-flat condo. They live on one floor and then run out the other three, and that pays for everything. So they basically live for free and just maintain the place. So it's, like, a big investment up front, but then they get to basically live on that for the rest of their lives, which is kind of... Sounds relaxing.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: It's really weird to see, like, these, like, um, rooftop parking or, like i didn't saw like one of those little like car elevators like drops it into the the apartment Mm -hmm. so
0: that was pretty cool to see all the different architecture because basically essentially the first day we were kind of going through like different neighborhoods within cape town and they they had like a little speaker box and you could put your headphone like plug some headphones in and then you just listen and they give you like a history on all the different parts and That was really fun. And then, that night, was that the night we went to Caribou?
1: No, I didn't know. That was after our wine night, I think.
0: Let me look at the pictures. But, I think, so one of the nights, I think, I'm pretty sure it was that one. Because then, didn't we go to the Asian restaurant?
1: um... Uh, The further we've been out from this, it's harder to remember all the details. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm yes it was that night
0: so caribou actually the restaurant that we were at our um tour guide actually used to work there he was big in the he's just like was a jack of all trades it seemed like mm-hmm. and um he his wife actually still worked there as one of the general managers so um it was it was amazing like fine dining and um very like i guess traditional south african food there's a lot of like game meat and stuff and andrew and i decided to split the safari platter so we got to try a bunch of different um we had to try different meats we had warthog sausage which i think was by far my favorite thing that we had there for oh, sure the
1: warthog was it delicious. was delicious
0: and then um and then we had kudu or no was it kudu It was one of the antelopes. We had like an antelope steak.
1: I think it was kudu. No.
0: No, was it impala?
1: It was impala. Well kudu was the carpaccio, I think. Yeah. With along with We had
0: crocodile carpaccio. It was just like a big thing of meat. Mm -hmm. And it was delicious. And um
1: It was called the was it the Yeah, it just said Safari platter. Yeah. Did you say Safari Platter? I'm sorry. I I got distracted by the phone.
0: So yeah, it was very it was very good and then they even better part came out was they actually um every sunday night an old employee of the restaurant actually has a tribal singing group so the church choir or a church choir yeah so yeah and so she and the group comes in every sunday and does like a performance in and around the the area and they actually so they did their original like singing and dancing and whatever and then Um, I think, I'm pretty sure Tony went out and told them that Andrew and I, and then Frank and Melissa, we both just gotten married. So they come in and they do this whole, like, marriage, kind of, like, the songs they would sing at a wedding. And, like, at that point, I almost, like, it's so beautiful in the moment, and I was like, Melissa was in tears, I was almost crying, like, they did this whole, like, um, they like, they had like a head wrap that they put on the women and that's what they wear on their wedding day and the men got a special hat and it was just like really overwhelming because i was like oh my gosh sung
1: at yeah very like soulfully like it was very intense music and it yeah it was definitely i wish i would have gotten but like i was so immersed in the moment i didn't think to record Mm -hmm. i went recording like their general scene it was just very intense and there was definitely people at the restaurant who did not expect it because you could tell some very confused diners Mm mm-hmm but it, it was definitely amazing, and we had that, and then we had, like... There was an issue with, like, our desserts, so he brought a... He got us... ordered us a dessert platter or two, so it was just a ton of desserts after that, and just mm-hmm. full to the brim that night of just...
0: Yeah, we never had a night where we went hungry.
1: No, not at all. Like, we thought, like, oh, the portions are gonna be smaller, we're not gonna eat as much, we'll probably end up losing weight on this trip. <laughs> Far from it. It was... Yeah, we got spoiled rotten. Because, like, every meal is like, oh, you should have dessert, which I think we talked about last week. But it was just, especially with, now that we're here, it's like, we're on restaurants, so it's like restaurant portions. And extra options. not like, oh, this is what we're giving you. This is like, oh, you can order what you want. And it was just, oh, it was a thing.
0: Yeah. So then that was, just be, that experience at that restaurant, I think that was probably my favorite place that we ate. Was at that, that restaurant.
1: Yeah, I would, I would, I would second that. I think that was, I think, no play, especially because like I think the next night was when we went to the Asian restaurant. The Asian restaurant, which I know we did it because um, the two people that we were with there were from Indonesia. It was mainly for them just so they could have some mm-hmm. familiar food, which is fine. Which I don't though- think
0: that they really even minded that we were, you know, like. Right. If- they could have probably cared less about what no, no, we... They'll, they'll
1: it. It's like taking us, like, if we're trying, like, oh, we're going to take it to, like, a state, like, an American steakhouse because... Just so they like, no, I'm here to have the other experience. hmm
0: So then... So then the next day was our Monday fun day, as I like to call it, because we spent the whole day wine tasting, and it was awesome. We went to... Three different, four different wineries, three different wineries. Well, so three we wineries. We went to, we went and actually tasted at three wine. Yeah, we went and tasted at three wineries, but then we stopped at four because there was this beautiful winery that, um, I think they said it might have been closed at the time because sometimes in the winter they'll close places because there's not a lot of tourism. So, um... We went to an area called Stellenbosch, which is, like, a big, like, it's, like, winery after winery after winery after winery. And, um, they, it was awesome. Like, I felt bad that, like, because the, um, mom and daughter from Indonesia, they didn't drink. But even still, they were, like, taking pictures. Like, it was still beautiful. Uh You know, and they still, I think they enjoyed themselves for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: That's why I had my very millennial breakfast. Yeah. It was...
0: Your avocado toast and hummus.
1: My yeah, my avocado toast and hummus. So it was yeah, it was uh... So we
0: actually had we started off with breakfast at the winery.
1: Yeah. So
0: that was really nice and
1: I was looking really, at like that, that random like church group came in to like I like their usual like dinner and like breakfast and no, meeting.
0: No, that wasn't the church group. That was the owner and her family.
1: Oh it was? I thought it was a, yeah. like a group. Okay, that's never what,
0: that's what Tony was saying. He was mm. like yeah that's the owner and that's her family and I think it was just like a celebration of some sort and um but yeah, that was... it was really good and, the and wine I was very it was the wine was pretty good we only ended up buying from one place yeah because... the
1: wine I, the, the the wine was fine it just didn't wow us yeah. I think you was know, our we
0: wanted something that was different from anything that we had had we could get in the states I mean it was all very good but there was one that stood out a lot and it was The Maria wine that we got, it was at the second place that we went. Um, And originally we weren't even supposed to go there. But our tour guide kind of worked his magic a little bit. And we got to go in there. And it was really cool because the wine tasting we took was called the Short Story Collection. So each of the wines that we tasted had their own little, like, story behind it, which was really cool. And kind of got a lot of history behind Mm -hmm. it. Um, and the one that we ended up picking was the Maria, which is named after the woman who kind of brought this, um, Schaff winery, kind of brought it she to was the, the state the, that it was. She was
1: the wife, the widowed, right? hmm And she, uh, she took it to the next level and kept the...
0: She did a lot of it herself, like mm-hmm. picking the grapes, um, making the wine, things like that, and that was really cool, and it was a really good, it's a really good dessert wine. You can only have maybe half a glass of it because it's so sweet, but it's totally worth it.
1: We did get a bottle of rosé that was like on sale because it was like the end of the season, or they and were that just, was pretty good too. Yeah, we had to bring that back with us. We didn't try it till we got back here, and it was yeah, it was fine. I really wanted to like the Caracal. I know because the the story, it's Caracal is like a uh, a small
0: elusive cat.
1: Yes, that they didn't they thought was like a. Didn't think it didn't exist for a long time? Well, they, they
0: thought that there weren't any in the area anymore.
1: Right, and then, like, they found it, so now they keep, like, areas of the winery un uncultivated so these caracals can, because they have a symbiotic relationship, because the, uh, the, uh...
0: The caracals eat the mice.
1: The mice and the guineas and things mm-hmm. that would eat the grapes or mess with the f- crop and like the caracol wine had like a picture the artwork was the caracol attacking a guinea and i thought that was kind of cool and i really wanted to like the wine because it the description like the flavors i was like well that's right up my alley but it was just it was dry and it just wasn't what i thought it was going to be and unfortunately that just one that was not worth bringing back
0: mm-hmm. but we still got like they had pictures all over the place of mm-hmm. like the different drawings that were on each wine bottle so you could Take pictures. Like, they were, like, big canvases you could mm-hmm. take pictures of.
1: And I like that uh, we kind of... We weren't really supposed to go there because they were booked. Well, I just said that. Am I really not, like... You're I'm really, li- like, repeating I...
0: about a lot of stuff that I'm saying today, dear. Really... It's that back-to-work vibe. Oh, my gosh. It's,
1: it's been a rough... It's been a rough day. Yeah. And I'm running on little sleep because we had a, an incident that we don't have to go into. But yeah. it's just more home fun.
0: Yeah, so... But my, I think my favorite part of that day on the winery. I mean, there were two parts. When we went to that beautiful one that we didn't even go into and just took pictures on that gorgeous pond with the mountain in the back. But I also liked, even though it was freezing cold because the wind was just like unusually cold, we went and saw cheetahs, an out cheetah outreach program at the winery, which was so cool.
1: Yeah, it was just it was on the grounds. It wasn't tied to the place. It was just like they basically they. Took, like, the back lot and was like, can we just make this, like...
0: It's like they rented it out.
1: Yeah. And, like, they had three cheetahs. hmm And, like, it was, you know, it was super windy and kind of damp and cold. The cheetahs were, like, laying just in the grass. Like, they had all these nice little, like, enclosures that they could, like, sleep in to get out of the elements. But now they're just gonna lay there and we had, they were all kind of up against the fence. We got to, like, walk by and got one's attention. And it, like, did, like, a typical cat stretch and then just stared at you mm-hmm. on its back.
0: And, yeah, that was really in, that was really cool, and they were telling us about how they, um, normally they have like a cheetah encounter, but obvi- like these cats were just
1: the, the weather was not and we conducive were too to that. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> I was very much considering it, but I was just like, eh, and like yeah, it was like it's all volunteer based. It was it was very cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And then that night was when we went to the. Kind of had a little bit more time to, um, like we had dinner and then we had more time to like walk around in the mall and um, that's when our friends Frank and Melissa, they found the grocery store that's in the basement, which right. we thought was really odd, but we ended up, it ended up being useful anyway. We
1: got a couple odds and ends things we wanted to bring back.
0: Yeah, so that day was just full of drinking and that was yummy and but, oh, yeah, good. yummy food and drinking was the oh,
1: name of the game. Did we even talk about the restaurant with the wine pairings? No.
0: Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, before me? we kind
1: of... So, the the last, like, winery we went to, which... Was, ended up
0: being our lunchtime. Yeah,
1: it was very weird because they had all these big, ornate sculptures that, like, decorated the whole... So, they are all for sale for crazy expensive prices. It was just weird that they had them kind of on display. Mm-hmm. But it was, like... Tens of thousands of dollars, which was like hundreds of thousands of rand for some of these pieces, mm-hmm. and some were like ten feet tall and just like it's like a giant person, like statue. And it's like, why would? Okay,
0: why do you want the statue? We were thinking about getting dog statues. The dog
1: statue <laughs> looks kind of cool, to be that honest. Was cool, but it would have been very weird. And we couldn't have brought it back, and it was still very expensive. But mm-hmm. the thing actually about um this place, it was it was specifically this called for wine pairings, so. You had the menu it was, a, it was a simpler menu there was like like three options for like each thing there was like three options for like appetizers like three or four options for a main course and three or four options for dessert and there was a wine that you would get with each of those items and I think a lot of us got different things and so we got to like have the the food and the wine and it was I think the fanciest restaurant we went to
0: yeah, I would agree. They we've took the most pictures of the food from there.
1: Like the the plating was there, it was very we're in these like this like we had this like room by ourselves and it was like the way it was decorated and the style it was you very just
0: felt like you were almost like in a palace or yes. like in a parlor room and, it was very palatial and
1: like the the tablecloth and like I'm glad that was the day that we actually like dressed up, dressed up mm-hmm. like I was wearing like a button up. I was like in like the nicest clothes I brought with us. And I think that was the time to do it and Yeah. And being able to I'm not a I'm not a wine person like I like I like a sweet wine. I doesn't matter if it's white or red. I'm not I don't need a a 1987 cab sauv from I don't know, whatever the Bordeaux area. I don't I don't know. But it's uh I'm not that wine, but having the pairing and how it's supposed to complement the food actually you got to kind of Experience some of that without like doing the guesswork. Mm-hmm. It was like this; these two go great together, and like, oh yeah, these do go great together. Even though they're not the, my type of wine, I would normally get it. Did all work.
0: Mm-hmm. So then we went to the Asian restaurant. That wasn't too exciting, but and then going through the V and A waterfront again, and then um, the next day, that was like that was up my alley for sure. Even though it was raining, it was all animals all day long. So the first thing we, start off, we started off with was the we went to an area called Hote's Bay. And that is where we went um, to go to Seal
1: Island. The infamous Seal Island where it's also a large great white shark area. Because mm-hmm. they go there for the seals.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, though, we didn't see any great whites because it was kind of on and off raining a little bit. And so, Andrew, it wasn't raining when we got on the boat. So we're like, and we took our Dramamine. Thank goodness we took our Dramamine because we God. probably would have been puking our brains out.
1: I would have definitely been. Um, I was almost about yeah. half that trip.
0: So we're so we're thinking like, oh, Andrew's thinking like, all right, let's go out to the front of the boat where there's no head covering because he was worried that because if you were inside the boat,
1: stale air, It's it would be hot, the stale
0: air, and that would a get lot him, of people. Yeah, and that would get you sick. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, blah, No blah, no No one was sitting up at the
1: front, and we're like... Well,
0: like, only... There was, like, us and two other people, and then it starts getting choppy, and we're like, ah, oh, okay, like, it no raining. big deal. Then it starts raining. Then it gets more choppy, and then now we're getting blown in the face by water. And waves. And waves, and... and like, drenched,
1: like, head to toe.
0: And then they close the doors on us. And, and we're, we're like, like, are we stuck out here now? Well, and it was getting to the point where we were both getting very uncomfortable with how bumpy it was getting. Like, I'm worried,
1: like, if... If, we thought
0: we were gonna fall out of. The like boat. we're gonna get,
1: like if it like hits a something to the side, we're gonna get like thrown from the into the water. I'm like, there's seals and great whites in here. I do not want to be in the water. So then like they open the gate, like come on in, and we're like go to stand up, and I immediately like we both fell because like the we're, the boats. It's a small boat. It's very choppy water. So it like I go to step up, and I just immediately like feet out from under me, like hit my knees, and I grab the hand uh, the handrail with one hand to hold, and then probably like. It's almost like you're trying to, like, balance yourself being, like, really drunk. You have to, like, plant yourself and take big steps and try and, like, pull yourself in so you're not getting blown away or rocked to... Mm-hmm. Then we're inside where people are just being bounced around and... And then it were, just, we're just wet, so we're inside and it was just... It was rough. It was rough. And it, we're definitely getting bounced around and then some people threw up. That weren't us, but that smell just, like... Even, like, thinking about it now, it's just like like... Ugh! Ugh, yeah, it no. was just
0: disgusting.
1: Like, I was just, like, breathing slowly, looking out the window, just trying to, like, alright.
0: He was trying to center
1: himself. I was. And then, like, oh, you're still on, I'm like, we're seeing them through glass windows, I'm like, I can't get good pictures here, and...
0: We got... We, got, got, couple, we
1: tried. But, and, like, it... I just see a bunch of black lumps on gray lumps. hmm But still, like, it was a ton of seals, and the seals were loving how choppy the water was. They're swimming... Doing little flips. They were just... They were having a blast. Mm-hmm. Probably because the sharks don't hunt in that water. Or when it's that choppy.
0: Yeah. Well, I found out once we came back on Shark Week is that the re—the time to see the Great Whites, I guess, in that area is at dawn because they use the shadow. Because I guess the water is very clear. So during the day, there's not really a ton of places to hide. And the seals can see when there's a shark coming. So, during at dawn, there's more shadows, so they can use those shadows to their advantage. So, either way, it would have been harder for us to see a shark. But, but it was still cool to be there, mm-hmm. especially since I'd been watching Seal Island, you know, since the beginning of Shark when I figured out that Shark Week was a thing, which has right. been for a long time. And
1: that was really cool. And we also had to see um, street dogs or yes. stray dogs. Yeah,
0: oh, I love them so much they were just so friendly and they played with each other and yeah this
1: whole uh, little uh in, in how it's Bay, there's just like stray dogs that like probably get fish from people who are fishing off there they get general attention from other people and they just have a decent existence
0: and people will like let there's like little storefronts and like people will let them like go under their canopy and lay down if like they're raining. not they're not bad they're not getting into mischief they're just like plain dogs
1: uh-huh. we got to watch them play take a video and there's even like Found out later that, like, one guy just, like, brought his dog to play with the street dogs.
0: Yeah, so that was really cute. Um get some free scratches. Free scratches. Oh, you got some... Yeah, we were walking away. The guy was, like, "Oh, talking to his dog. Oh, you got some free scratches a day, didn't you? And we're, like... "We'll get you some food. I was, like, oh. Uh-huh. They were really cute. I loved it. They're just
1: all different breeds. Big... The one thing they did really like, their mutt, like, the mutt breeds there. They weren't, yes. like, designer dogs. They were, like, all from shelters. All big, mixed-up mutts that were pretty and fun
0: yeah and well and that's another we completely forgot to mention our little adventure so there's a project yes so there's this project that's on the vna waterfront called the wolf project and basically what they do is they actually have like a shipping container that they've turned into like a dog a puppy playhouse kind of thing Mm -hmm. so there's an area at the bottom that that you can like walk in and you can actually sit with the puppies and then there's kind of a ramp that goes up to the top and they've plexiglassed in like a little play area so if the dogs get overwhelmed by people or just don't want to be around them, they're on the top and they can play and they've got toys and turf up there. Mm -hmm. And then they had a ton of volunteers that would literally, like the older dogs, they would just like sit around, they had like different water bowls out and they would actually have people like, either volunteers or potential adopters would like, could walk them up and down the, the um the waterfront and it was really cute and it was really fun to see them and it kind of gave us a taste of home because we yes. were really missing our dog and so it was nice to like get some puppy love
1: yes i definitely like that we actually end up going like a few times actually i'm going there just to kind of mm-hmm. get the
0: well it was fun and you know i think the dogs appreciated it too and um yeah so it was really nice to go there and and do that. And we did donate, so it wasn't like we were going there just to get free love or whatever. Um, so, it was really a nice, it's a nice project. And they actually, like, posted how many weeks they were open, and then how many dogs they adopted out. And between the time we got there and the time we left, I think they had adopted out about, like, about 1,800 dogs? In yes, about we... less than, in around two years'
1: Yeah, time. which is a major just for something like Operates on that waterfront every day. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just like a weekend. It wasn't. It's like every day for like four hours or something. Six hours. Yeah,
0: something like that.
1: And it, yeah, and like the people were all volunteers. Over the front, they were They're actually walking the dog. It was just. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I like. I we we ended up uh, we ended donating money, bought a book, and that they like about like the founder and how like their story was like they took a a death row shelter dog on like an adventure throughout the world.
0: Mm-hmm. So that was cool. But anyways, getting back to the trip. So after we went to the sea lion, we went to this place called the World of Birds, which is, oh my gosh, that is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't care if you hate birds or not. It's definitely an experience to go do it. Um, you're basically walking through enclosures with just birds just out. Some, some are kind of closed off um for obvious safety reasons but sometimes you walk in and there's a peacock walking across the path that you're on
1: or a lot of peacocks
0: or a lot of peacocks because we got that was kind of
1: our thing or just a room full of like african gray parrots Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it was it was crazy cool and then when we were there they actually had a monkey interaction so they had squirrel monkeys there and You'd basically walk in their enclosure and um they're like oh they might they might get on you. Don't so keep, freak
1: out. Keep things keep pocket zipped. They will steal things out of your purse, out of your pockets if it's loose.
0: Mhm. So then Andrew's like I'm going to sit on the bench and see what happens cuz there's like a little sitting area. Andrew sits down, one monkey gets on, then a few more. And also and I had like I'd
1: like I think at most like eight monkeys on me. Yes. Yeah, so one peed really on my cute. leg. And mm-hmm. then like they're just like ruffling around like what's this what's this what's this what's and he this? had
0: one so there and the guy was following us too and he's like we're like okay like how do we get them off he's like just stand up and they'll go well then there's one little s- it was a very one. content
1: one it was just on my shoulder just like where are we
0: going and then finally, he got off it. I like. I leaned against
1: like a uh, some branches, and he like hopped up, climbed up, and went away. Yeah. So then... then, when
0: I sat down, the guy decided I'm gonna put some food right on you. And so <laughs> I had like ten, 10 monkeys on me, like trying to eat food,
1: play some with were your hair, playing
0: with my hair. Luckily, none of them got in my purse. I had my purse zipped, and none peed on you. No one peed on me. It was really cute, though. We got some really cute pictures. So, um, but so... then when our friend Frank went in. They um, found his little. um, I think it was like a map or something of the. Stole his paper. And he stole his paper out of his shirt pocket and, 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 and it ran funny. away. It's like
1: I got it. It just up into the trees and the guys like, like went up there and like I think he like clapped or something and it dropped it. Like they're pretty yeah, well trained. It was
0: really cute. Um, So that was really fun. And then we went to. Um, we saw a cassowary. S- we did. Full
1: giant giant scary. scary bird. It's like a large angry turkey-faced bird.
0: Yeah. Look it up. They're, it like, they're menacing looking.
1: Yeah, especially because, like, we didn't, like, oh, it's in the back of the trees, Then all of a sudden, like, it heard us say it, and it's, like, creeps out of the trees, I'm like, it was like a raptor coming out of, like, the bushes. I was like, the thing's gonna attack us, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. So oh. then, after that, we went to see the penguins. They have a very popular, um, it's called Simon's, Simon's Colony, I think, is what it's called. Yes. It's in, um, I don't remember where it is, Simonstown or something. And Mm -hmm. so um, it was actually nice because our tour guide was actually from that city. So he could tell us a lot about, like, when the the penguins are just recently coming here. It wasn't like they've been coming there for hundreds and hundreds of years. It's only been quite recently. Yes. And it's pretty cool. Like, we were pretty close to um, the penguins. I mean, they were everywhere. And when I mean everywhere, they were, like... Everywhere. Like, everywhere we looked... There was, uh, there were, like, just penguins. And there were also some cute baby penguins that still had their little, like, their fluffiness. And it was really cute. And it was all really cool to right. be about, like, to be right there. And
1: and they are just, like, they are just everywhere. Like, little, like, I remember that on like that one path fa- there was that little family. It was looking up at us. And I was like, yeah. what are you guys doing? We got to see some rock rats.
0: Yeah, they were run- running around, um... Oh, and then we went to um, Cape Point, which is a, like a lighthouse. The Cape and, of Good Hope. Well, yeah, it's the lighthouse by the Cape of Good Hope. And um, that was where we had to worry about baboons.
1: Oh, I almost forgot about the baboons.
0: So we were not allowed to have food outside of like the little like stand.
1: We were wondering whether there's like two people like almost like bouncers out there. And they're there just to keep the baboons at bay.
0: Because they will steal your food and they they're are not aggressive, nice about it, and they will bite you. And what was funny, we were waiting in line because this was another place where they used a cable car to get up to the um, lighthouse, and we were waiting in line, and all of a sudden you hear all this commotion, we're like, you really what? scream, "What the heck!" And then all of a sudden you see a baboon with like a a bag of nuts, tears it open, eats it all, and, and then runs into the bunch. It was hilarious. I was like, "That's." What... And they're humane about it. Like they do, they use they use slingshots, but it's not like they're using like. It's not like a super hard material. It's, it's basically a... to freak them out.
1: Yeah, it's just to startle them so they leave. Yeah, and like I saw, I see one with like a baby on its back or stomach. I can't remember how it was just carrying a baby.
0: And then there were like some that were on, getting on top of cars and.
1: Like they said, like they are make sure, like don't like open your trunk, don't leave like a window open. They will.
0: They will get in and mess your stuff up.
1: They're were, they're were looking for food. They're mm-hmm. so used to it. They're like squirrels. They're looking for something easy. Yeah. So. But look, we didn't see... They didn't go up the mountain, though. Like, when we went up to, like, the...
0: The actual lighthouse. Yeah, there was they... none there. Yeah.
1: But, man, it got windy. Because we're yeah. getting high. We're very high elevation. It was that was the same day it was so choppy and windy. So we're climbing up these stairs and just, like, getting blown around. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a small person by any means, but I was, like, you having to getting... plant. Because I was getting whipped around. I had a coat, and I was just... I was wet, and I was getting blown around. And by the time we got into the lighthouse itself... I had to hold on to the lighthouse to stay on the lighthouse.
0: Yeah, we would have fell over. Like,
1: and... there's, I'm glad the walls are high enough because I feel like people would get blown over the edge of that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm glad I didn't like wear sunglasses or anything because those would have been gone. Like mm-hmm. that, it was windy, and well, we didn't even get to look over the edge because it was just like we need to get down because I can't see or move or anything. I'm just stuck here.
0: Yeah, and so. So we did that and then we went to the Cape of Good Hope and took pictures over there. So that the was the southernmost really cool.
1: point of Africa. Mhm. Where the Indian Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean meet.
0: Indian and Atlantic, yeah. So that was really cool. Um, and yeah, and, and that then, was
1: Then we got to go to that uh, that seafood restaurant.
0: Yes, we went to the seafood restaurant.
1: Where we had I had grog. Yes, grog. So you had
0: grog. No, we had clink or uh... Oh, that was the the
1: King Clip, King Clipper was the fish we had
0: mm-hmm. and then you had the grog drink and i had that the was delicious sunrise.
1: and we still have our glasses that we got from that, yes, that was we fun. did take the glasses home um, packed okay mm-hmm. but yeah we had like fish and it was very nice and we were right by the water and the beach and it was it was a nice stop and the the guy's attire was kind of funny because it's like
0: it's a sailor outfit
1: it's literally like the striped shirt and the hat and it's just like oh man but it was, it was great that was a nice that was the last hurrah for everyone but us. Yeah. But I think since we're running a little long, we might save the last part for our next episode.
0: Yeah, sounds good we're running,
1: me. we're running over an hour and it's long for us and it's been a long day already. So I think we'll save our our days on our own in our kind of our return trip. Part three,
0: trip Liz and Andrew's adventures.
1: Alone. Gu- yeah. Guideless.
0: Mm-hmm. So, All right. So this is Adulting Ain't Easy for this week.
1: Yeah, do you know what episode number this is?
0: No. That's I don't okay. know It's
1: better to not say it Because we'll be wrong So mm-hmm. That'll do it for this week's episode Thank you guys for listening Stay tuned in two weeks For episode three And we might be on There might be a foodies That we're on before then So fingers crossed for that So maybe more Africa On the next foodies we're on So yay yep, By the
0: time that we get To the last episode You're gonna hate Africa Oh yeah You're gonna hate us Talking about it
1: But We're not gonna get tired Of talking about nope. it Because it was amazing Yep And we saw The Lion King Which was a fun thing too yeah. so, anyway. But we'll talk about it later Alright, that'll do it. Have a great week, guys.